Hey, this is James Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Big Dogs Podcast. We discussed gain on a OPEC CCP call. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. And I wanted to review what we call the strength continuum and the carryover for humans for the strength continuum. And recognize the more and more I teach it, starting off the call um, in teaching coaches who will be out there dealing with humans in the general population for physical expression learning. I started by saying that uh, the future for education will be spent more on uh, contractions that really matter. And then I went furthermore by saying we've had an experiment now for 30 years post strength and conditioning science and investigation uh, to recognize that there are a certain kind of contraction that works for the progress and the project of getting people to exercise and do resistance training forever these contractions are absolute strength contractions. And then how do you get to absolute strength contractions? Well, you gotta learn how to do patterns of movement and uh, you have to do those movements well. And once you learn how to do the movements well, which takes time, then you can do harder versions of those movements. Um, now you're entering into being able to do really hard contractions of those movements and now you're bumping up against being, let's call it capable, generally capable of absolute strength contractions. And this is why snatch and clean and jerk makes no sense for humans. As I like to say, because it exists doesn't mean we need to touch it. Because it exists, we don't need to express it. And so I, have, I always have a hard time uh, because there's this information out there and it's exciting information. And there's lots of information on the snatch and clean and jerk. Uh, then we look at real life and real life progression of movement and real life progression of aggressive things and physical challenges, another name for resistance training for humans. And we see that there's just a bunch of folly inside of the teaching of the uh, application of and the virtue signaling really of being able to coach and also practicing snatch and clean and jerk with everyone. And so for humans, what we should just ask, if you're just a human out there wondering where it fits in, uh, you should know from my opinion that it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and it has absolutely no bearing on you being a better human for a really long period of time in your practices. There's always the conversation of those who do express it and go on to live longer, happy lives, well, no one really investigates that or writes about it. Um, you don't see 75-year-olds that have been exercising for 40 years practicing it all the time. Um, and I'm talking general. I'm not talking the unicorns that are out there still being able to do that. 
So it, I, I understand that it's a hard one, right? It's there. It exists. It's a name. It actually, you see people do it. It's a sport. Um, and just because we see them as kinds of contractions, we think it should go into the human uh, physical potential progress. And uh, I don't think, I don't think it has any place whatsoever. Um, some coaches may see that as a breath of fresh air. Some may be extremely threatened by it. Um, that's something each of those coaches has to deal with. That's not, that's not my issue. And it's not the snatch and clean and jerks issue either. It's your issue. If you feel threatened by it, or if you feel a breath of fresh air, it's still your issue. The, but I, uh, I, I do, I do feel empathy, um, cause I sold it for a period of time. Uh, didn't sold it too hot if I was to judge myself or too heavy, but, uh, tried hard. You know, I saw the, I saw how it also made me seem like I was smart. Um, I also saw how, you know, um, like, which is a classic answer to, in sport as well, <laughs> which is a whole other conversation, a classic answer to, oh, it, it's hard to teach the snatch and clean and jerk. Um, so that's why you don't teach it. Um, I saw how hard it was to instruct it. And so I'm questioning myself going, geez, well, maybe I'm not a good coach, which is what all those coaches who say that's why it's not in a lot of sport programs. Um uh, which is not a good argument, by the way, for the sport one. But for humans, it, uh, yeah, you just have so many repetitions at it. And we forgot to just say, well, what, what kind of contractions should we do uh, that lead to the big thing that we're discussing here? So what is the big thing? The big thing is the intentions around being able to exercise forever. And... If that's not the intentions, then you can stop. We're at 615, You just stop the listening right now. <laughs> but if you're a human, I would hope that you're interested in moving forever. Right? I would hope that you're interested in doing resistance three times a week, 50 weeks a year, for 80 years. And if you're not thinking about that, or you're not asking it, what is your argument for what you're going to be doing after you finish your resistance training project? Like, when does it, do you think that like at 54, after 27 years of experience, people just get an expensive bike and that'll do them for the rest of their lives? No, <laughs> that's not the case. So stretch it out. Just because there's younger people willing to do it with high intensity and dynamic contractions in a class doesn't mean that everyone needs to do it. Just because it's violent and aggressive and sensational and sexy doesn't mean that you need to do it. It's not a good reason to do it. So I understand. I understand. You should think about it this way for those of you who would be purists in movement. Um, you do want to teach movements and contractions that uh, people can learn really easily. That's a starter uh, based upon other areas that have been discussed on autonomy and the overall grandiose intentions for people. 
So just ask that, you know, how, how difficult is it to teach a bicep curl? You know? And uh, if you land on, oh, but that makes you more virtuous as a coach because it takes so long to learn the skills, to do the competitions, to go through all the weekend courses, to be certified in order to teach it. Uh, no, I'm not sure who told you that. For humans? Come on. <laughs> if one thing we need to do inside uh, humans' uh, programs is to make it easier. Not I don't mean easier as in it's not as hard, hard work. I mean easier to learn. What's going to make people consistent? Easy stuff. Easy to learn. Stuff they're going to come back and go, okay, I got that. You know? And you giving them an easy bar, a hammer, a semi-supinated incline. You know, I could go on and on with the variations of bicep curls. That's the variation that should be proposed. If that is balanced with um, giving them the right kind of contractions based upon their human potential, you got yourself a winner. You know, you got yourself an 80-year plan. From 3 to 83, you got yourself a plan of a lot of bicep curl contractions with a lot of variation. And uh, it goes through that order of motor control and then motor control strength endurance and then max contractions motor control strength endurance at the peak and then on the other side on the way down resisting entropy you do motor control and strength endurance and then you end up just doing motor control. Start in diapers and in diapers. Start working at the movie theater you end working at the movie theater. It's a big cycle. But what's inside of that consistency? 50 weeks a year, three times a week, it's resistance, it's patterns. What kind of contractions are there for the majority of the time? What kind of contractions? Say it with me, absolute strength contractions. Maybe just through repetition of a saying it over and over, Again and again, you know, it'll, and you don't have to, you don't have to say it in front of others that will shame you now because that's what you're getting on board with. Just take it from me, you know, I do it, uh, I do some kind of versions of snatching, clean, and jerk. Let me think about that. Maybe once, maybe every couple of weeks, I may touch on those. Um, and I still don't think the more and more I do them, they're contributing to my overall well being, but uh, I make them very uh, refined movements and skills and I, I can place them in patterns for myself based upon experience. But uh, as I was saying, you don't feel like uh, if you feel like you're going to be shamed, you just say it to yourself, just write down some programs, uh, get inspired. Um, if you're a coach now, uh, get inspired. So I hope humans are listening to me. I'm saying it to coaches, but get inspired about giving people variety and uh, making them learn about the best kinds of contractions. Um, is there some nuance for this conversation? I'll say no. Uh, I would say that uh, just keep it in the absolute strength continuum where you're focusing on uh, strength development through force application in the scientific terms and you're not too worried about force development or rate coding. Um, gosh, that has no part to play in humans. And uh, depending upon your ecosystem, if you're a coach listening in, you're like, gosh, guaranteed with all the people that are in my environment, their lives are, their daily lives are filled with these contractions. Then maybe you have 
uh, American football players, um, you know, uh, weightlifters, uh, professional mixed modal athletes. Like if you, if you're surrounded by those people, then yeah, but this is not, this is not the conversation. The conversation is for humans. And if they should spend any time, hence the nuance commentary on snatch and clean and jerk, there's no place for it. No place for it. Another argument for it is if you're going to, if you're going to say, Oh yeah, well, all these contractions exist, we should do them because it's a, uh, for, for whatever reason you're going to say it's good, then why aren't you doing apply metrics with everyone? And then it has to be said, well, why aren't you doing absolute speed with everyone? I can tell that's another uncomfortable area to go to, right? And no, we're not, we're not, we're not leaning into, oh, well, just a lot of people are not capable. And so therefore the entire goal should be to uh, focus on that for everyone, create these standards of development of movement, you know, wrap all these colloquial, colloquial, anyways, these weird terms around it. No, that's not it. That's not the reason we want to do it because folks can learn these movements easy. They can be consistent and there's nothing in their lives nothing in their lives for the majority of general population humans there's nothing in their lives that resemble a reason to do rate cording or force development in the gym through strength speed activities nothing and of course it'd be great if i have 35 people here giving me examples saying well what about this you know what about taking a shit you know what about getting up from it's like i'll have to go through each person's examples of that but just hear me out on it there's no there's no times where they need to do that. You will get some argument from people who are purists in uh, uh, the, the flexibility mobility conversation for snatching, right? You'll get the, uh, the rehabilitative professionals and the, and the medical rehabilitative professionals promoting it uh, for purity of movement and flexibility and mobility and stability. These are people who can actually perform it. And these are people who are just selling something else. They're selling a fix for incorrect program design. You know where I sit on that. That doesn't make, that doesn't make it right. You know what would fix a whole lot of people from being in pain? Good program design and correct intentions and correct alignment. I would say that the introduction to Olympic weightlifting in high rep scenarios under tension and Olympic weightlifting in high rep scenarios um, in metabolic conditioning and Olympic lifting for max contractions for the general population that was introduced by CrossFit in the early aughts was one of the worst things that ever happened to fitness. And I was a part of it. So I know it was. I saw the inadequacies in myself. I looked over that. I saw the wonder around suffering and pain and punishment. I looked over that. I gave it out. I did courses on it. I preached it. I walked around and talked to people about it. Blah, 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 blah. So it takes time to kind of come to the understanding that um, it was put into the fitness vernacular and it never, it never should have, never should have entered. Up until the 2000s, you probably would have been fired 
if uh, just anyone who was, let's call it the fitness police, uh, walked by your little gym, your little area, and saw you doing like somewhat poor range of motion and technique for moderate load, high repetition weightlifting, <laughs> you'd be fired or put in fitness jail. All of a sudden, it's 2006. Oh, everyone can do it. Just lower the load. Lower the load. Oh, but their power output is dropping as they do it during the session. Doesn't matter. It's just got to look good. How do we make it look good? Just keep the load low. That was, that's how you, you, you put it in. Right? You put it in. And we kind of wonder why people have all these compensatory issues. Um, you're trying to teach your brain to do force development with uh, 25 contractions of it a minute for five or six minutes. That makes, makes well, to me, it makes no sense whatsoever. But I, it could get murky in there, so we won't. We'll just discuss it for humans. Yeah, you want to have the idea of saying, what are the kind of contractions that I can do that I can learn about that gets me excited um, in a training program, in a phase of training that gets me excited about, you know, uh, yearly design and big picture that gets me excited about doing those things forever. And we have to lose, I think. No, I know. I know we have to lose that intention around what came about in the early 2000s. And we have to uh, really put these pluses, minuses, and unknowns up on the board of snatching clean and jerk for general population and, uh, and, and let it play out. Um, and let it play out. It, we, I, I, as I'm saying, as I finished saying, I was like, you know, it has already played out. That's why I'm having this. That's why I'm having this conversation. That's why I'm saying it is so that, uh, it, you know, just because we would teach it an OPEX, listen, this is what force velocity is. This is what, um, the strength continuum is. Um, we teach it in youth training development, um, in the contraction continuum is what we call it. It's the same idea. You, you cannot, try to express what you don't possess. And it takes a lot of time, a lot of reps to get strong enough to be able to express it, even regardless of the fact that it has no carryover to being a better human. It takes a long time. So a classic scenario, you're 17, you just started lifting. You know, I would say if you have uh, years of experience with no injury and it's all absolute strength at 27 you know it's not going to harm you too much to learn about snatch and clean and jerk but on your journey from 27 to 42 don't ever mention that you do snatch and clean and jerk because it's going to make your knees and shoulders better when you're 72 don't say that you can say things like well squatting deadlifting, pull-ups, dips, bench press, rows. You know, these are the things that allowed my joints to work appropriately and to keep my immune system strong and to allow me to navigate and do the things I want to do until I was 72. Those things did. You may have just done snatch and clean and jerk because you were strong enough and maybe because it was a 
diversion tactic away from other things, which is kind of like where I am. So don't forget, you have to have the repetitions in, even if you wanted to do it. And I, I don't generally bring that up as the starter because everyone can attach to that one. Oh, tell me more. What are the standards? Well, how strong enough do you have to be? You know, if you go there, you're just going to end up fast tracking someone in nine months thinking, see, see, they're strong enough. Three strict dips, three strict pull-ups, 1.5 times body weight deadlift, 1.25 times body weight back squat. You know, see, see, I got it. <laughs> yeah, and now you're like, okay, well, like you said, James, you need to be strong enough. No, there's a timestamp scenario on that. You give me anyone that's progressed that quickly over a period of time, and I want to see their program after 10 years. Those are most times, most times, 90% of those people are lost if they haven't been rehabbed back by a good coach, but they're lost. They're searching for something new. Or they're completely done. Um, there's a few few percentages of them who are athletes, which is great, you know, because they have correct intentions. But for the rest of them, you don't hear of them. And uh, but those voices are are screaming out. And they're coming through me to tell humans that uh, there's no space in the fitness arena for snatch and clean and jerk. There's so many other creative ways of doing different forms of resistance and different kinds of contractions. But with the intentions, with the intentions, that's where it lands hard. The intentions around the contractions. Your intentions around the kind of physical challenges and contractions you do should allow you to do more of them and should allow you to do more of them for a really, really long period of time. common question I get as well the quick answer will be no but a common question I get is yeah but all the struggle you or others have gone through where they became conscious because of that struggle is it worth it you obviously have no regrets when you say it so is it worth it no it's not worth it it's not worth it for them and it's exhausting for for uh how many people I know that had that didn't make it through that uh that project or that, you know, let's call it a, uh, a play. There's a lot that didn't make it and you don't hear about them. Is there the odd person? You know, this is the unfortunate thing too. It's unfortunate because I'm part of it as well, but you know, we are in just a little bubble, you know, there isn't uh, as an example, there's not uh, 10 million listeners. There's not 10 million views of this um, as an example, you know, uh, if you go on YouTube, uh, it's based upon attention, but also based upon, you know, uh, what you're selling and how you do it. And, you know, bodybuilding will still get, um, and sensationalism will still get the views. Um, my point in mentioning that is, is uh, there will always be a struggle for determining what is right. Because um, a lot of people, it, it's it's you know it's hard to make the right decision. It costs a lot of energy to make the right decision, and the right decision could be having some real hard conversations with clients when they want to chase the snatch and clean and jerk, and you just know it. You just know that it's not good for them. Um, but but you build a relationship. You keep educating. You know, 
then they start recognizing over time that there's a lot of powerful positive things inside just getting stronger through absolute strength and uh and over time they can see a little touch of that right a little faster contractions with higher load you know and now you're now you're in that gray area but you know take some time take a lot of reps take a lot of practice to get to the gray area um, and in the end it'll be much better so should humans at all in 2021 be practicing snatch and clean and jerk no we need to remove it from the repertoire of tools um, how you go about doing that uh, it's up to you uh, should you take heed it's up to you should you modify it it's up to you will it truly make an impact by this discussion probably not uh, how many will continue to over time based upon current predictions of the intention economy still chase the sexiness probably everyone else um, but if you're listening it doesn't mean that uh, you can't do the right thing and do the hard thing which is uh, think about the intentions that'll last forever think about the contractions that'll last forever and think about what's really effective for them um, for humans and their best kinds of contractions to have the best uh, physically expressive life <laughs>